Ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Okay, so I don't actually know. But I do know that 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot. And for good reason. HubSpot's all-on-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support. Plus, they have a huge collection of resources to help startups scale. And with the HubSpot for Startups program, you could save big off your first year. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot, visit HubSpot.com startups. What's going on, everyone? It's Friday, August 12th. Zachary Crockett here. I'm with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. On today's show, if you have an iPhone and your friend has an Android, you're probably used to getting those annoying green bubble text messages. It's a very common problem, and it turns out it's kind of part of a bigger issue. Android recently launched a campaign calling out Apple for refusing to adapt to the times. Juliet's going to break down that beef for us. But before we get into that, let's just take a quick look at what's going on in business and tech. A heads up, if you're a Disney Plus subscriber, Disney is hiking the price of its streaming platform to $10.99 a month without ads, and it's going to introduce a new ad-free tier for $7.99 per month. The Disney Plus bundle price will jump up $1 to a grand total of $14.99. Selena Gomez's startup Wondermind, a service that promotes mental health via routines, scored $5 million in funding, reaching a $100 million valuation. Looks like those inflated valuations are still alive and well. Amazon is rolling out tech to 65 California Whole Foods stores that will allow shoppers to pay by scanning their palm. That's definitely not a scheme to collect your biometric data, by the way. Amazon would never do that. (laughs) (laughs) A marketing agency CEO went viral after posting a crying selfie to LinkedIn. It was part of a post announcing he had to lay off some of his employees. And yes, it was written in the classical broetry format. Some praised his vulnerability. Others thought it was cringe. You can put me in the super cringe camp on that one for sure. Pending approval, the U.S. Postal Service will raise prices by between $0.75 and $6.50 this holiday season to cover for extra handling costs. And lastly, the FCC rejected an $886 million subsidy bid for Starlink's rural expansion, citing uncertainty around subsidizing developing tech that requires users to buy a $600 dish. I thought Elon Musk was opposed to government handouts, no? Yeah, me too. Yeah, Hmm. well... Okay, there it is. All right, Juliet. So let's get into this whole text message thing. For anyone who might not be familiar with this whole green blue text problem, like what is exactly the deal here? Okay, so at the very most obvious level, if you have an iPhone and another iPhone user texts you, mm-hmm. that text message is blue. But if that user does not have an iPhone, Let's say they text you with a Samsung or a Google Pixel phone. Sure. Text message bubble is green. And people joke about that. I've even had people where they ask for my number, I give it to them, I text them, and then they're like, oh, you don't have an iPhone? Like, (laughs) that's like a known joke. Yeah. But here's the whole thing. So basically, there are two types of texting tech that are kind of old. Short messaging service, that's SMS. Mm -hmm. And as may be obvious, that is for short text messages and multimedia messaging service, that's MMS, that allows you to send forms of multimedia as well as text. And they're pretty old. They date back to the 90s in the case of SMS and 2002 in the case of MMS. Hmm. Now, 
in 2007 about, there came along this new form, rich communication services. Now, Android considers this the modern standard. It has all sorts of fun features, many of which you may be familiar with if you have texted on either an Android phone or you use iMessage because a lot of those features overlap. There's uh, encryption. You can see if someone's received your message. You can send longer texts. You can send crisp video and images. You can do video calls. You can send documents back and forth, all of that good stuff. Hmm. Okay, that sounds great. But so what is Apple using exactly? So Apple has done what Apple likes to do. It built its own thing, iMessage. Now, iMessage has all of those bells and whistles. You can send big files, share your location info with your friends, and have little group chats. It works over the internet, and it syncs to all your devices, but only if they're Apple products. Now, iMessage doesn't work on anything that isn't an Apple product. So when an Android user texts an iOS user, Apple converts the message back to SMS or MMS. Oh, Okay, so those green texts are basically SMS or MMS. Yeah, and it's kind of like they don't really have to be green, but I feel like Apple just wants them to be. So right, they can right. be like, look at this loser over here. Yeah, the guy who doesn't have the iPhone, look at him. Exactly. Uh, and this isn't just like an annoying aesthetic thing, like green-blue. It, it actually comes with like some pretty substantial problems, right? <laughs> Right. So basically, if you're an Android user or if you're an iPhone user talking to an Android user, you're getting subpar text. SMS and MSS, they don't always support texting over Wi-Fi. So sometimes you can't receive text if somebody doesn't have good service. Mm -hmm. The videos and photos you send are pixelated. There's no end-to-end encryption. You can't see if somebody's typing back to you. You don't get the little dot, dot, dot thing that iPhone users get. So yeah, it's kind of a subpar experience for everyone unless literally everyone you know uses an iPhone. (laughs) So the news lead here is that Android is making this big push against Apple. They're kind of publicly calling them out. Is that right? That is correct. They're being super passive aggressive about it in a way that I think is kind of fun. And their (laughs) basic thing is like, just add RCS. If you did that, you wouldn't have to boot everybody back to this like 90s, early aughts tech. We would all have an enjoyable experience. You could still have your iMessage. You wouldn't Mm -hmm. have to put iMessage on Android phones. You wouldn't have to make it available to them. You could just switch to the modern standard of texting as the fallback. That is what Android wants. And it's got this whole get the message campaign. It's recruiting celebrities. The reason I even saw this recently (laughs) was Madeline Pesh, who stars on the hit CW teen drama series Riverdale. Yeah was one of the people that they got to do this. And she had this video on her Instagram where she's like kind of crying and she's like, I'm so sorry. And you think she's going to like come out with getting canceled or something. But then she says, (laughs) for blaming Android users for having text messages. Okay. It's a clever promotional ad. Mm -hmm. So there's also a real tech case for this kind of standardization. It would be safer. Mm -hmm. There's kind of a, a security issue at play where the current state is not end-to-end encrypted. And that's a big problem. Right. But all this kind of just makes me wonder, like, why is Apple doing this? Yeah, well, I think we know why. Apple just likes to be really cool and the cool kid in the room. Yeah. Something we've talked about before with their chargers, you know, like only Apple has this kind of charger and you got to get the Apple certified one. And it's also $60 for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think everyone suspects Apple of doing these quasi-shady things, of making you buy their $60 dongles, or like changing the charger every couple years, like you said, or just kind of like entrapping you in the Apple ecosystem and forcing you to buy their products. 
And this whole text thing appears to be another iteration of that. So this isn't just us hypothesizing. A few years back, Apple's senior VP of software engineering actually came out and said this publicly. He said, quote, in the absence of a strategy to become the primary messaging service for the bulk of cell phone users, I am concerned the iMessage on Android would simply serve to remove an obstacle to iPhone families giving their kids Android phones, end quote. So he essentially said out loud, you know, I think it's going to be concerning if we standardize this because it essentially forces people to be shamed into buying iPhones. Mm-hmm. I know like kids get shamed at school for getting those green messages. You know, it's a thing that actually happens. And uh, another Apple executive actually said just straight up, iMessage accounts to serious lock-in. Mm-hmm. So iMessage as a proprietary Apple only thing keeps people locked into iPhones basically. Right. And, you know, I did read someone kind of suggesting that maybe Google should just have made Hangouts better because then Hangouts would be the primary messaging system that we all use, which does make sense. Because even when I've had an iPhone, what is the first thing I do? I install Gmail because I don't want to use their stupid (laughs) email system that they have. So maybe there's some truth to that. You know, if if Google had made the messaging app and made it accessible cross-platform the way that they have done with Gmail, maybe Apple wouldn't even have this power to begin with. But as it stands, yeah, it is this thing where it makes the experience subpar to try to bully people into getting the iPhone. (laughs) I haven't been in a group chat with a bunch of iPhone users lately, but apparently that experience is really subpar too. So as soon as someone shows up green, it's like, oh, you're going to ruin our chat because you're not going to have all of the functions. So I have a Google Pixel. I'm not an iPhone user right now. If I send someone with an iPhone a message, they have an option to like my text apparently. But sometimes it comes back to me as, Rob liked your text. Like it's a separate message mm. instead of just like a an emoji or something. And I don't really know what iPhone users are seeing, so I cannot <laughs> make that make more sense. Oh, so like when someone on an iPhone like uses that little thumbs up thing on a message, you actually get a new text that says like Rob thumbed up your post or something. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, and it's just like weird and distracting. And, you know, <laughs> like I said, a subpar experience for everyone. Yeah, and like RCS is kind of a standard now, right? Like Mm -hmm. Apple is the only holdout here, it seems. Yeah. And it's not like Google made it and they're trying to force Apple to use their thing. Right, right. It is a standard that like literally everyone else uses except Apple. Right. Kind of like, you know, changing all their charging ports all of the time. (laughs) Like everyone uses USB-C. Why can't you? Yeah. Well, this is a bit of a tangent, but I recently had a bad experience with an Apple product. I bought these AirPods and they died after like a year and a half. Apple, you know, they've gotten a lot of flack for like planned obsolescence and just kind of like Mm -hmm. shorter lifespans, their products. And now, you know, this insistence to stick to the old school kind of SMS, iMessage stuff. And it's just like, they just seem to use a lot of entrapping tactics to get people to buy their products. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know if they've always been this way as as a company, but uh, it's not a good look for them. Right. So I have an Apple laptop because I prefer working on a MacBook. I also have a PC because games don't work on MacBooks at all, basically. Uh, yeah. So yeah. during the pandemic, when I was like, I want to just sit here and play a video game, but none of them work, I ended up buying a, a PC laptop. And it was interesting how as soon as I had my phone anywhere near that laptop, it was like, oh, do you want to sync together? Do you want to like seamlessly add your Google <laughs> Photos to this machine? Because that's totally an option. 
And I remember before trying to add my, there was something I had to do where I had to like upload photos as part of a story at some publication I was working at. And like my Pixel phone and my Apple computer refused to cooperate with one another. And it was just a a giant mess where I had to basically like email myself like individual photos from like a photo essay I was building. Hmm. And it was so irritating. And it's just like, I don't want to be forced in this situation where I can't pick and choose among competitors as to like which product I think is the best. I mean, you raise a great point, which is as these tech companies wage a war against each other, the consumers really are taking on the brunt of that and the burden of Mm -hmm. that war. We have to deal with the daily annoyances of things not pairing or the differences between all these devices. Right. And I ultimately kind of don't think it's that great for Apple. I'm just thinking of of Hmm. myself and my purchases, but I don't currently own any sort of like smartwatch or, or anything like that. But I have thought about getting one in the past and I've thought about, oh, if I get one, it'll have to be an Android product because it won't sync with my phone because my phone's an Android product. Mm. So even if I might have preferred some sort of Apple Watch, I just know I won't get it because I know it won't play nice with my other devices. And so Mm. that's Apple potentially losing money from people like me who are like, if everything is an Apple across the board, then I don't want something that's not going to work. That's also a great point. All right, everyone. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. If you want to find more of our tech and business coverage, you can do that over at thehustle.co. We've got a great newsletter. It's worth your time. And uh, we will catch you all next week on this podcast. Have a good weekend.